Welcome to the Failure Bites podcast, where successful people tell their failure to success stories. I am your host, Dr. Kristen Brennison, helping you take the bite out of failure, one story at a time. In this episode, we hear from Nick Nagley, co-founder of Whiskey Acres in DeKalb, Illinois. He shares how one life-changing moment taught him how to be resilient, patient, and always looking for opportunities. Thanks for joining me, Nick. How are you doing today? My pleasure. I'm, I'm glad it's hot outside. The sun is shining and, and we've got people in the parking lot. That's awesome. So what's your failure story? So my failure story goes back to when I was a senior in college and I went on my first spring break and spent two or three days having a really good time. And on about the third or fourth day, decided it was time to take a break. So my best friend and I uh, sat in some beach chairs on the, the edge of the water Pepsi and a Subway sandwich, and then a, um, a skimboard washed up on the, the beach. I said, I'll try this. Picked up the skimboard, attempted to skimboard, and found myself with a broken neck in the hospital. I broke the same bone that Cursor Reese broke. But I walked out of the ocean and, and survived that. Uh, to make a very long medical story short, um, I survived. Uh, God bless my mother. She flew to, to uh, uh, Florida and drove me home. And, eventually uh, got me to Northwestern Hospital where I uh, got admitted and woke up one morning to uh, Dr. Rosenau telling me happy birthday because he says this is the first day of the rest of your life you should not have survived all the things that you've survived okay so you know I was 21 years old and, and a real uh, kind of eye-opening moment there but all that's relevant in that uh, as a senior in college I was walking around with a halo I spent just about six months in that with the hope that if things went medically well, that I would be able to take that off and begin rehab as opposed to take that off and begin surgery. Because of that, I was unable to look for jobs as a senior. I was just surviving and, and passing classes. And so fast forward, about nine months later, I got out of my halo. Things were medically going as good as they could be. And I went to a job fair and took the first job that was offered to me. It was not a job that I was built for, <laughs> uh, but I said yes just because it, it, it got me on the pathway of, of you know, it's easier to find a job when you have a job. I actually started in retail, in a farm retail store, uh, the day after Black Friday. So talking about having put my feet to the fire there, but oh, it, yeah. it was really like, I'm, I'm happy to do anything. So I did that for a couple months, but every, every other week or every three weeks, I was having to go back to Western Hospital, get CAT scans and MRIs and make sure that my neck was healing, and through that process... Um, I'm a farm boy from downstate. I grew up 50 miles south of Kankakee. I graduated high school with 50 or 15 kids, one five. And I don't know if terrified of the city is the right way to put it, but that's how I'll, I'll say, you know, venturing you know, on Michigan Avenue is not something that, that my friends and I did. But because I spent so much time you know, going there for medical reasons, I, I began to get a little bit used to the city. And my buddies and I um, organized a, a trip to the city and we got a hotel room and we're going to go out and we invited some friends and friends of friends and then one, one of the, the friends of friends shows up and she's like an hour late to our hotel she walks in she goes I have I, I had no idea this hotel was here I work across the street well across the street is Northwestern Hospital I said I didn't know you were you know in the medical field she goes I'm not I work in PR which was my my degree I said really are you uh is your company hiring and she goes yeah we're we're actually hiring for ADM which is 
of the world's largest agribusinesses. I started laughing because I would go back to my freshman year, my career map, my goal was to work in public relations for ADM. So that was a Saturday or Friday or Saturday. I interviewed on a Monday, was hired on a Monday afternoon, started the following week, and I'll say that was a Monday as well. Whatever that, that day was a year to the day of when I broke my neck, was also the same day that I had my final doctor's appointment scheduled to be released from having broken my neck. I passed all that. I walked across the, the, the street and went into a different building, went up to the 10th or 11th floor. There was uh, about 300 employees at this particular agency. 200 were women. I walked in, got seated next to one of them. The first woman I met, I'm now married to. And, and we have uh, four-year-old twins together. And I worked in, at that job for, I think, five years. And uh, worked with ADM and worked with uh, a company called Syngenta. <clears throat> and in that, that process, I met a lot of people who worked uh, internally at Syngenta. And I asked them one day, actually, like the day I got back from my honeymoon, I said, do you have any positions available you know, in the field as opposed to agency work? I said, yeah, we do. So I interviewed there and uh, got hired worked that job for exactly three years and doing that job I met Jim and Jamie Walter who are now my business partners at Whiskey Acres and I don't want to say the rest is history but I can tell you it's a very crooked path that I could that started with me breaking my neck it's always so interesting to hear everybody's origin story because I think it's as a 18 year old coming out of high school or whatever you you imagine it as this very straight path and when you talk to people who have been through it, it rarely is. So if you, this is gonna sound strange, but if you wouldn't have broken your neck, do you think you would have ended up in the same place or no. life would have been completely different? Life would have been completely different. I would have made the best of whatever, you know, whatever path that I found, but I would, I would not have been in a position to have these entrepreneurial experiences that I've had. I'm sure I would have traveled south instead of north uh, to, to start my career and done something you know, far, um, far more normal for a farm boy than, <laughs> than the, the aforementioned things that I did. And you know, as, as awful as, as you know, that moment was, um, I had more fun in a halo than probably any human being ever had in their life. <laughs> and you know, it's you know, truly a direct uh, relation to how I got where I am today. So talk to me a little bit about the mindset that you had because you, know, you were healthy and everything was fine one minute next minute you were facing you know a life altering experience what's the mindset to just get through that and not give up because i could see where you'd be just like whoop it was the opposite of that for me i had to remind myself that i was sick so that was kind of the blessing and the curse was that you know i was in a little bit of pain but physically everything was working and um, you know it's a 21 year old boy you know, on a college campus, senior year with, you know, classes two days a week or something like that. And, and so for me, it was, it was more about controlling myself and calming down and, and being respectful of, of how blessed I was to still be vertical and to still be alive and, and to be patient. That was probably the biggest learning that I had from that was patience. Patience with myself, uh, patience with the moment to really, you know, kind of reflect and, and realize how blessed I, I was to be alive and to know that things were progressing the right, right way and that, that there was a light at the end of the tunnel. And most people who did what I did didn't have a light. Yeah. 
And it's, it's interesting when you talk about patience, because I think that's another thing that our, our young adults think about when they're fresh out of college is they're going to step right into success, whether it's, you know, a challenge you're dealing with health-wise or finding that right job. They kind of assume, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to graduate, and then things are going to be amazing. And it's that patience of you've got development to do. There's growth right. that you've got, got to go through. Yeah. College, I, I look at, was a way to to give you the opportunity to open the door, but it doesn't give you the tools you know, to build the building, right? And yeah. so you, you've really got to, you know, college is really just about learning and finding yourself um, and, and proving to your potential employer that you have the patience and self-control and, and brains to, to do all the things needed to, to earn your degree. And then once you, you get out of that, then it's really time to prove yourself. So fast forward, now you are you know, business partners, you've got Whiskey Acres, which has just snowballed in the last few years. What are some of those lessons you learned dealing with that failure that you are now applying as an entrepreneur running a business and really kind of paving the way in some of the distilleries in Illinois? So as, a, as an employer, you know, one of the things that, that I always like to do is to hear people's story. You know, I, I find it it's very much for me, that's, that's who I am, and I think I, I probably overshare this, that story, <laughs> but I know everyone has one, and so I always try to engage and find out how did you land in front of us here? So that we can, very importantly, if we, we do hire them, then that it's, it's a very good place to step off for having a relationship with that employee. But also, you know, can answer some questions of why are you here and why aren't you somewhere else? And, and there's often a good reason for it. So really just, it's understanding and being patient with people why they're here and, and what, what their needs are and demands are and, and, and fostering that. Patience, patience, patience. I'm part of a, a, a ownership team who started a distillery that you have to wait five years to sell stuff that you spent money on five years ago. So I'm not sure there's a more insane business to be involved in that, that requires patience. So As I say, patience very, is the lesson much, here. <laughs> and I am not a patient person, naturally. So it certainly comes into play. Great. Um, any advice you have to someone who might find themselves in a situation they can't control that now suddenly they have to make a, a path like you did? I find that most situations you can't control. What you can do is make the best of them. And, and so... I've found that many times, big and small things, you find yourself terrified. And you, know, you get the knot in your stomach, and, and how am I ever going to get through this? But if you reflect on it, most often it's, it's nothing. And, and so really, don't internalize your fear. Right? Share it with, with somebody, because somebody else is, is very likely going through the same thing as you. But also, don't make the moment more than it is. Learn from it. Don't be afraid of it. And if you're here to breathe the next day, then it's not that big of a deal. It's it's a win in its own right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and telling your story and sharing your advice. My pleasure. Thank you. You have been listening to the Failure Bites podcast with our guest, Nick Nagel, co-founder and distiller at Whiskey Acres in DeKalb, Illinois. This podcast is brought to you by NIU STEAM at Northern Illinois University, with a special thank you to WNIJ. Sound production and editing is by Newt Lequeur, 
and I am your host, Dr. Kristen Brennison. The Failure Bites podcast can be found on your favorite podcast platforms, as well as on our website, niusteam.niu.edu. That's niusteam.niu.edu. Please subscribe for the latest episode. And if you like what you hear, let us know by leaving a review or contacting us through our website. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.